Well, hello there and welcome back. I am Josh. Happy Wednesday to you. We are joined in studio with a full cast today. We have Zach, Anna, and running the board today is Matt. Zach, how was your vacation? It was good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be back. It's been a minute. I uh, spent a lot of time surrounded by uh, friends and family, which was great. Uh, I, I spent some time on the beach, and, and now I'm, I'm looking to dip my toes back in the water. Oh, so look, look, look at that. I practiced that in front of the mirror this morning. I thought it was clever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, great. The beach? I thought you were in Michigan. They have beaches in Michigan, believe it or not. I got some lakes over there. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. Um, like River Beach? Does that count, though? It, it. I mean, you wouldn't know it. Like, honestly, if I took a picture and sent it to you, you wouldn't know the difference between the beach and the ocean because the Great like. The Great like Lakes, Michigan specifically yeah. is so big, you can't see the other side or anything. Some huge beaches in So it Michigan. genuinely just looks like the beach from Stop. the coast, like you Stop. wouldn't know. So yeah, uh, big, big beaches out there. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, sir. We're better than well that. Well done, We're better than that. Thank you. Um, oh my so God. we, we want to get in. You know, Here on the lunch break, we air every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, you can like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, on Facebook, and or on Twitter. Uh, we solve the really hard questions. Yeah. Uh, we get asked multiple <laughs> things. We scour the web constantly. I don't know if you knew uh, that about us. Yeah, <laughs> but we do. We seek, we seek to find the hard-hitting questions and bring them to light and, and, and see what the, what the Facebook audience feels about these kind of questions. And if there is a modern-day philosopher out there, it has to be uh, this man, uh, Post Malone. <laughs> Post Malone. Dallas, Dallas is own. He's from Dallas. He is? Yeah. He I is, need a uh, bit of context. Who is this person? Post Malone uh, has a song, uh, rock star. Um, uh, he has the white guy with dreads and gold teeth. He is a, let me explain, he is a SoundCloud rapper, all right, which there's a lot of them out okay. there, but he's one of the few that's like been wildly successful. Uh, he's, he's this white dude named Austin that was born in Dallas and started putting beats on, on SoundCloud, and his parents were like, you got to go out and get a job, and he was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And it turned out he actually made some really good stuff, uh, and it got him to a point where he's actually like going to venues and doing concerts, and now he makes a bajillion dollars. Yep. Uh, living like a vagabond, uh, riding dirty, yeah. and that's him. Yeah, and he, he's a rad dude. I think I saw a tweet one time that made me laugh, and it said, Post Malone looks like that 1% of the uh, germs that Lysol doesn't kill. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's, that's funny. Uh, so uh, in the late night ramblings of Post Malone, uh, he had a, a tweet. And the, the tweet was posing a question to all his fans and friends out there, which is, and I'll quote him exactly, is meatball and fruit. <laughs> is meatball and fruit. Not and not, not and, yeah. not a, and, and right. fruit. I think he meant to say is meatball a fruit, um, which is a... Still a dumb question, sure, but a question. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know if there's any way you can determine whether or not he actually meant to say is meatball a fruit <laughs> at this point, right? I mean, who yeah. knows what that could have been? Well, you had a, a little uh, anecdote earlier about his Bud Light connection. Yeah, uh, Post Malone, he did a, he did a video like MTV Cribs, very much inspired by. Uh, he's a millennial, why not? He loves MTV Cribs, and he made a video, put it on YouTube. Uh, of his house, yeah, and like where he lives, and he's got this, uh, he's got this sponsorship deal with Bud Light, where he has an official, like, licensed Bud Light fridge in his living room next to his futon because he's the kind of guy that just has yeah. a Bud Light fridge and a futon. Sure, uh, and it is constantly full of ice cold Bud Light. Like they come by like twice a day to refill it because he and his crew drink that much Bud Light. All the time, just any day, like he just rolls so it out. Makes perfect boom, sense. Bud Light, like that's what I'm drinking. That is what he's about. Um, I guess it, it fuels his creativity and sick beats. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what he's about. Obviously, um, it does. Bud Good Light. for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, here's here's the only way I can I can even even make this a legitimate question. So a meatball is ground beef used with other stuff in it. It's not just a solid ground beef. Uh -huh. There's usually like a filler in there of some sort. Yeah, yeah. You can put all onion, sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Garlic. onion, garlic. Yeah. yeah. So here's my question. If you so. made a meatball with fruit inside, so we're talking like cranberries, uh, you know, some sort of like some more of the savory fruits, what ratio would it have to be? If it was 51% fruit and 49% meat, is it a fruit ball? Is it a fruit ball? I Isn't mean, it pie. <laughs> I think that's that. That is where this conversation is going. Is what is the ratio of fruit to meat for it still no. be considered a meatball, but 
also a fruit. Well, I don't think you would consider it a fr- I mean, even if a, like Anna said, even if a pie is mostly comprised of fruit, you still don't call it a fruit, right? It's a pie. Right. So I, I, I can't yeah. imagine a scenario where even if you made a 75% fruit meatball, as stupid as that sounds, <laughs> right. that you would call it, it has now transformed into a fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Or a fruit ball. I mean, it's I guess. It's not a po- Pokemon. It is not a ball. <laughs> right. It doesn't quite cross that line. This is going to sound ignorant of me. Avocado, right? Yeah. Is that a fruit or vegetable? Fruit. Okay. You can do avocado is and it? meat. I, I read somewhere it was. That's fruit. why I bring it up. Is avocado out. and fruit? Right. Uh, <laughs> and that's why. That I'm question? like, maybe you could do some kind of like vegan avocado based something that's like a, not really a meatball, but they call it a meatball. And that's the closest you're ever going to get, I think, to um, meatball um, and fruit. Da, da, da. It is technically a fruit. I want you to nail it. Maybe this is my time away. Uh, I genuinely thought this was going to like you know be a little bit of a descriptor to lead into a conversation about like the problem with celebrity and privilege well, in America. Why would you think that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. This is meatballs and fruit. That's what we're yeah. that's what we're breaking down here. I mean, yeah. let's break this down to exactly what he's asking sure, here because no, he's no. not asking if you put enough fruit in a meatball no. does it become a fruit. He's asking is a meatball. I guess as we traditionally view a meat ball yeah. is it a fruit i cannot even wrap my head around how, how? you get to that <laughs> I question a, I, had a, I had a tweet a while back uh to shamelessly plug myself and somebody shut me down real quick on this but hear me out uh one night uh, after a little bit of drinking uh, a little bit of, a little bit of fun uh i i got on twitter at like 2 a.m and I, I said okay if you thought of the world in a very medieval way if you brought a a, a, a villager from the th- 1300s or whatever uh, to to now, and, and you, you gave them any kind of liquid, would they look at the things we consume as either potions or poisons? That was the pitch, right? Okay. <gasps> like, you drink something that's bad for you, something that makes you feel bad, like alcohol gives you a hangover. Is that a form of a poison, right? And then something that makes you feel good, like water or Gatorade with electrolytes, is that a potion? I mean, they had water can you, can and you alcohol. Di- can you dilute and- everything we do down to those categories? <laughs> And I think the answer is no. So when it comes to, and, and that's not the same as meatballs and fruit, but I guess that's how you get to this kind of logic is you're like, let's ask the tough questions. Is meatballs a fruit? I mean, and is the thinking here, if it has tomato sauce in it, does that? I guess, because tomato is a fruit. Yes. Technically, but, yes. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I love, can't pose I, I an argument. I dare say we've lost our way in the, in the um, <laughs> mindless haze of Post Malone, who was clearly stoned. Uh, when he made this tweet, because <laughs> this is to know. these are the kind of things. If you've never been around someone who has consumed the um, the uh, left-handed cigarette, uh, this is the kind of kind of conversations that spur out of those types of environments. It's we have one. Uh, more more great and classic American things to do, like jumping out of cars uh, sure. for an online stunt. It goes just the way you think it would go. That and more coming up next on the lunch break show.
that is um, one of those things. Have you ever seen the way Adele does her makeup? No. No. Adele does similar. I don't think she like puts on like we have to cut off the nose or anything. Yeah. But it's called contouring. The way that you put on the like the the nose. To sure. Yeah, but it's like thing. shadowing. It's it's applying. It makes it look narrow. Shadow, but yeah. the way that you can do contouring, she looks completely different than she does on stage right and she says that she it takes her like an hour or whatever it is or two hours to get her makeup done but she was i love it because i can go out and get a cup of tea afterwards and no one knows like sure. no one yeah. sees me and goes are you adele yeah. uh, at worst it'd be like hey if like, adele had a cousin it could be you uh, <laughs> it's like johnny well. knoxville with the old man makeup except in reverse right, right. that's his yeah. whole bit i i felt weird because when we put that together i was like i wonder if anybody's gonna get like offended by this that were like criticizing somebody's like the way they choose to present themselves to the world. That's not it at all. I thought it was weird, like body horror level stuff with like putting a stick through your nose and pulling off silicon that you thought was skin. Like yeah. there's something that to yeah. that to yeah, yeah. me is just like whoa. But like live your li- live your best life, I guess. I mean, they, I, yeah, that goes far beyond just contouring yeah. makeup right, or actually yeah. applying prosthetics. Yeah, like I did not know that was a thing where you actually like put it on, like put on like yeah. a chin kind of thing, and like which shave uh, it off, stay like. tuned. We have something relating to that coming up uh, <laughs> later on, Uh-oh. involving so, one of our own. Here's my question. Uh, I know I don't, I don't think any of us here would do that, but let's say you felt inclined because that's your best self. Sure, as Zach said. Yeah, uh, to do that, the silicone nose. If you did that, at what point in time do you tell the person that you're trying to woo uh, after you've wooed them, oh, by the way, this is fake. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, just. Sound effects. Yeah. Just uh, so I want to put that out there. Uh, if we get into a hardcore makeout sesh, this thing could come off. <laughs> don't, oh. don't rub my nose too hard. Yeah. I mean, at what point in time like, do, you, do you have that conversation with someone? Well, I think you got to, if you're going to be being somebody who does not do makeup at all, so. Uh, <laughs> just so you all know, this, yeah. is, this is all, this is all me. Uh, I mean, it's it's got to be a matter of like almost like hobbyist presentation. You have to know who you are and what you're about. You're not going to get away with that forever, especially if it's somebody you're trying to have a relationship with or spend yeah. time with. So it's got to be easy first, second date. What are you into? Makeup. That's my hobby. Like that is what I do. All of this is a whole presentation, and like yeah. there's totally something else going on underneath. Uh, I At least there's some mystique to that, right? Yeah, and I also think that I mean I don't know how prevalent it is in Asian cultures, but I, I it seems like at least that's where you see a lot of it. So I have to think that if you are going on a date in those cultures, that you might at least somewhat expect, hey, the person I'm sitting across from might have a lot of makeup on, and you know, or prosthetic makeup over here. It might be. Uh, that might be the last thing that I would expect is to to be sitting across from someone who's yeah like peeling off their eye yeah. uh, their eyelids and things right. like I'm gonna that. I'm going to be honest. Um, I have two things on this. One, um, when I was living in the UK, it was very standard for women to say British women to say I do not go out on the street without makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. at the same time, I actually met a guy that said I was dating this girl and um, she would take the makeup off and I would turn the light off. So. <sighs> When we were about to go to sleep after she removed the makeup, he's like, "I am not gonna look at her." So I actually never knew how she looked like, looked like without there's, makeup. There's a question there. Was that his call or her call? Because that, that, his that, call. Mm. He told me. I mean, me. either way is tragic. It's right? horrible. I mean, what are you talking about? It's so mean. It's like you can't be you. Yeah. You're not confident. But but you're not confident enough? in who you are either because you're putting on all the all the coat. So if anything. Again, I'm stepping. This is a far reach, but I'm respecting her by turning off the lights when she takes off her pickup. That is a reach. No, no, <laughs> Reaching no, there. no. At the same time, actually, there was a story just just quickly in uh, somewhere in Asia. I can't remember which country uh, that the there was a wedding and the groom sued the wife or the husband sued the wife because she did not look like in like that in real life so he would oh have God. ugly babies and <sighs> he was suing her for untruthful oh, yeah. I, I saw stuff this. and i'm yeah. like what on heaven's yeah. this okay this? yeah that there's, there's a no lot to unpack <laughs> in these stories yeah these are these are they all are. different yeah we're really bird walking here I, 
I also would like to point out the comments seem to be thinking that we're saying (laughs) makeup is like a lie or something like that. That's not it at all. That's not it at all. Putting on makeup is is obviously different than putting on prosthetics as a normal part of your makeup. So, and it's not even a question of do you hate that person then when they take off their fake nose? It's just do you let them know? Do you tell someone? Right. It's not a matter. This is not a men versus women thing. This is not a makeup is a lie. And, you know, women are ugly without makeup. That's not what this is all. We're just wondering if if you would expect someone to say that on a date no makeup's yeah makeup's red who is it megan in here that said makeup is art like i'm totally into that yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that, is, like, that, that is a that is a practice man like that's a whole thing but like if you're if okay, I, I feel like i'm gonna talk myself into a hole here if you're if you're blonde and you and you dye your hair redhead and you live your whole life redhead that's great but then if you get married to somebody and 10 years down the line you decide you're not going to start doing anymore and your hair starts growing out blonde they're going to want to know why they're going to be like whoa like what is this like it's not that big of a deal but like that's there's no reason to hide that and makeup is a little bit more immediate because you put it on and take it off every day right so if you want to wear makeup and do that like go nuts man that stuff is red i'm into it but like a little bit of honesty, maybe. Like, with, at this with point, the person you're spending every, the rest of your life with? I don't know. I assume everybody's hair is dyed at this point. Everybody's wearing makeup at this point. You know, yeah. like, it's it's something that you just assume. I, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. We're all, we're all putting our enough. best foot forward. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so we started off this before we got si- sidetracked by this glorious <laughs> conversation. We got started of off. Of course, people uh, have to take it too seriously. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, about car jumping. So this yeah. is a new, is this a new, like, YouTube or Twitter thing, like a trend where I guess you're trying to jump from moving car to moving car? No. So you are, uh, you're, so it actually started as a challenge when you're trying to dance, miming the moves that Drake does on the song. uh, What's the song? I forgot. (laughs) Now we all all don't Uh, know. It's Looking at me is not going to help you. Anyway. Matt, what's so, that hot Drake track? Well, like, yeah, the thing is Kiki, but it's not Kiki. Anyway, so the initial challenge was uh, miming him doing the moves in the song. And then at some point, this kind of migrated into people hopping off of their cars, dancing to the song. So, and that's what we're seeing. So trying to successfully exit the, the vehicle while the vehicle is moving. Right. Leaving while, the door open. While someone is filming them. So is this drivers? Yes. Often. It oh, started with God. passengers, but then it started with, well, isn't it? Because well, it's cooler if you're driving and then you open your door and hop out and it's somebody in passengers filming you and then secretly steering. Right. No way. It, well, that is rad. To be fair, it is. Well, it is because cooler. my car, like with with me not touching the gas or the brake, my car goes like seven miles or eight miles an hour. Right. I'm, which, not, I think, I'm not dancing at that, that pace. I think many of these people are quickly figuring that yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turns out you cannot dance at the rate your car is idling <laughs> down the street. Um, uh, 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 yeah, I, I think uh, as the video will prove okay. that uh, it doesn't necessarily work out for everyone. Get it, boy. Yeah. Hey, oh, shit. hey, come on, man, get up. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, get the door. Hey, hey, get the door down. Come on, no, we gotta go fast, dude. Hey, slow down. <laughs> come on, bro. Hey. He looks like he's in so much pain. <laughs> It's caused. Look at that final face. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I love her dedication to continuing to film this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the hope. She'll come back. Yeah. She'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> just, just countless videos of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Uh, you'll be seeing one of those shortly of one of us uh, yeah. trying to jump oh, out yeah, of our car. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, is, it is wonderful. We found Society has found a reason to get people uh, to hop out of cars while they're moving, and we can all sit back and laugh at them. It's pretty great. Um, what a... I don't know how this becomes a thing. Like right. I don't know we were how... talking about that earlier. How does this become a spectacle? How yeah. does this become a challenge? Like, oh, everybody's got to do the, the ice bucket challenge or this. Like, how does this... How are people <laughs> hopping out of cars? <laughs> I, can, I can understand it slightly if you're the passenger. And it's... Uh, yeah. And there have been a few of those, which we saw 
or I don't know that we had any on there, but uh, we saw some others where people were running into light poles and yes. signs and tripping over trees or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand how these things metastasize into this final version of a driver jumping out of a moving vehicle trying to dance along the way one, and inevitably falling down. One yeah. thing's for sure, I, I got to give an honorable mention to all of the lost outtakes that are out there because oh, yeah. with the uh, hundreds of hours of content that go on the internet every minute, like think how many people film this with their friends and their friend did something dumb like that and they were like, no, 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 that's dumb. We have to redo it and do it right. And then they put a corrected version on the internet like, no, that's as good as it gets. That is the best thing to come <laughs> out of these videos is those people <laughs> falling over and hurting themselves. So, I don't know. Well, but again, like do you, the thing for me is that when you see your driver fall down and your car rolls away from them. <laughs> And their reaction is to keep filming and not immediately jump in the driver's seat to <laughs> stop sure. said car. Yeah. I guess everyone is looking for that, the 15 seconds of fame. So it's kind of like taking it to the next level. It's kind of like, let me see where we can go with this. Let me see if they can get back up and make it like an incredible, yeah. an incredible recovery. Sure. I do wonder, you know, like it's, it's kind of like, how can we make this the most, what's the recipe for the most viral video? I appreciate I that we, we normally, at least on, on some of them, we'll like throw credit in the bottom. Like, oh, here's who this came from. We put that together quickly this morning. But even then, it's like, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to go throw them an Instagram follow because right. of their hot no. Drake fail vid. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> You're not going to get any fame out of that. We're just laughing at the spectacle of yeah. it. Yeah. Good for you, Internet. Well done. Well done. Uh, take a quick break. Speaking of Internet fame, we have a conversation about Kylie Jenner that involves my household and two covers of two different magazines that and more coming up next on the lunch break show of our very own Andrew Draper. Andy Draper for short Andy around here. Andy Draper. Um, vi vi video game connoisseur, web host extraordinaire, and uh, you know, yeah, a stud, as you can tell here Clearly. on the video. Uh, girls, he is single. What a chance. Yeah. <laughs> can you believe it? Sport. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's my thing with those. One, I, I did like the uh, the Asian Harry Potter with the, with the glasses. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. The girls make the most dramatic changes. The guys just go from like looking casual just looking like jerks. <laughs> right, uh, they throw on like a leather a jacket with some yeah. zippers on it. And and like yeah. mm, like <laughs> smoldering does not do it for me. Yeah. Uh, so, 
don't know. <laughs> we do have a bit of a break theme going this episode, I realize. Yeah. 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 Um, with makeup and whatnot. So, no, good for them. Gosh. I did like Some the of, I mean, they are incredible, like, transformations. Yeah. The Emperor one was pretty great. That was <laughs> yeah. pretty, yeah. yeah. There you go. Jumping the shark a little bit. Yeah. Also, shout out to Andy Draper for owning a white suit jacket. Oh, yeah. totally. Right. He's doing white on white today. And he's doing yeah. white, yeah. We white on white, it's true. Yeah. It's got a good him. look. Bold. I like it. Bold. Uh, we have a conversation here about uh, Kylie Jenner, who normally I would not bring to the lunch break, and there were some groans in the production <laughs> meeting about bringing her into the, the mix, but I, there's a good reason why. Uh, and one, I was um, doing some work yesterday at the house, and uh, my son was in bed, and I heard my wife go, why? <laughs> <sighs> we were all rooting for you. This is awful news. Yeah. 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 And I was like, what in the world? What's, what's going on? So I get up and I walk in. Hey, is everything all right? And she shows me the phone, and it is the picture of Kylie Jenner on the on the uh, GQ cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't show here. We're a family show. Yeah, we're a family show. But she is uh, not wearing any clothes, and she's straddling her boyfriend or husband. I think it's her husband. Either way. I don't know the exact relationship. GQ? GQ. Yeah. GQ magazine? Yeah. Okay. She's, uh, she's straddling her significant other and he's like sitting in a chair like this and she's all like holding him as if you know he is the king of the domain and she is like you know his little like <laughs> wow. side wow. side action yeah that that is what that picture conveyed to me right it's very much like a modern cover of a fantasy novel or something like that. exactly uh well whereas just two weeks ago or maybe maybe, maybe a little bit less she was on the cover of forbes Mm-hmm. She had her hair pulled back, a business suit, and she was on her way to being, and again, this is what the questionable is, self-made billionaire. Yeah. Uh, I do love, side note, I do love that dictionary.com <sighs> threw some shade uh, and was like, self-made means uh, on her own. Just for, for, the, <laughs> right. for the record. For the so record. Just right. putting that out yeah. there. And I, I do like, I do like the, the, uh, the shade from dictionary.com. So we can debate whether or not she's self-made. She's not. But we can definitely have that conversation. <laughs> uh, either way, the point is, this is what my wife was so mad about. Because she is a, she's not a fan of the Kardashians. I, I don't want to speak for her. Uh, but she's not a fan of the Kardashians. She is a, she does like what they've been able to do. Um, they were given something, whether you agree with it or not, they've been able to shine it into an empire that makes them all lots and lots and lots of cash. You can't argue with that. Sure. Uh, how they got there, sure. You can question that. Their morals, sure, you can question that. Uh, their you can, talent, you, you can, can question, question the, that. You can question the OJ verdict. Sure, you can question a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. um, but as far as like what they got and how they were able to spin it and peg it into a dynasty, you can't really argue with that. That's proof. Um, so... The thing that my wife was most upset about, and what for the most part the internet seems mad about, do we have the the Forbes photo? Uh, I can pull it up real quick. Okay, give me a second. Um, right. To go from the Forbes photo of being like I'm I'm empowered, I'm strong, I'm you know independent, I'm self-made with air quotes. Sure. Uh, I, I'm doing all this stuff. I am I am living out my dream. I am not you know I am not anyone's boss. I am the queen of my domain. Is there any possibility that that the Forbes? Okay. Uh, her business, I think, right, is her brand. It's her pickup line. Her okay. Lip gloss. Uh, yeah, then makeup line. Yeah, yeah she does have eyeshadow. Okay, because because on on the surface, not knowing, I didn't even know she had a makeup line. So obviously, sure. I'm the best to speak about this. On the surface, I would have guessed any of the Kardashians' brand is your name, specifically Kim, Kylie, Kyrie. I don't, I don't know them all. <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, Ky- that is your yeah, thing. Yeah. It, it is you <laughs> on Instagram. It is you on Snapchat. It is your tweets and sure. your Facebook posts. It is your photos. That is your business. Your makeup line's cool. But like, the only reason it works is because of who you are. Like, you, I, I could make a makeup line tomorrow. Doesn't mean that I'm going to make a billion dollars. Because you won't. I'm not anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on the lunch break. Uh, and, and she is a Kardashian. Like, she launches a makeup line. It's like launching a thousand ships. So, when, you, when I see this, I don't think, oh, it's because of her makeup line. I think it's because of who she is. Sure. That is your brand. Yep. That is your business. That is why you're on the cover of Forbes. So in the same way that she put on an outfit and posed for this, I would pose. I would. I would wager that her doing a GQ cover is essentially the same thing. It is her promoting her brand, which is her. But I, I feel like the, this article was about like I'm not. I'm not who my sister is. I'm not the person who's just rushing out to to shamelessly plug by showing flesh. I am a serious entrepreneur. Was what the article was trying to say. 
I'm a serious entrepreneur who's about my branding, who's about my image, who's about you know consulting, all these different things. I am an I am a CEO in every right. Uh huh. And then, and then the like a week and a half later, there she is. Her and I, I think it is her husband. Either way, it's her baby daddy. Um, they're sitting there, and uh, he's a rapper, but. In, in no name. I, I don't know what his name is. Yeah. Uh, he's not like Kanye or Jay-Z or anything like that. Uh, but then she's sitting here like being like for no reason being nude on, on that cover, like holding him and hugging him. And it's like those two things, like these are like a juxtaposition of who you say you are. And then now you're right back to what everyone says you are. Yeah. And so like you're you're proving everyone who hates on you. And maybe maybe that's part of their master plan. Hey, the if you're talking about me because you hate me, you're still talking about me. You're right. Um, and so I'll I'll do both. I'll do this out the Forbes. I'll do the GQ. The 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 polar opposites of, of professionalism in right. a in a post to me. Um, and then that at least will be a conversation about my name and what I'm doing, either right or wrong. I think you're you're right a little bit. Um, hmm. Definitely with the cosmetics thing, you're right. Nine hundred million dollar cosmetics queen. It says on the cover there, and it does say as the big headline states, "America's women billionaires, the sixty richest self-made women." Seems to me Forbes is writing an article about breaking through the glass ceiling by being able to do something that women have not been able to do for a very long time. Sure. Right. By 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 saying we are here and we are ready to make stuff happen. And I think putting her on the cover is a representation of a new generation, a younger generation, a new kind of woman up and coming, making that happen. Right. Yep. But I think maybe Forbes like kind of took that on the nose a little too much and was like, oh, it's it's her cosmetics line. And, and that's the reason she's fan. It's like it's kind of not, though, like. It's the same with self-made, right? Like, she she didn't exactly pull herself up by her bootstraps here. It wasn't like, I came from poverty and now I'm making a billion dollars. You don't have to be that to be a female billionaire. She can be up there just like the 59 yeah. others on that list. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know who the other people on that list, but right. I imagine a lot of them probably came from a at least a wealthy background or had a, a head start in some way. I mean, right. you can't say that... You probably couldn't look at anybody on that list and say you are truly 100% self-made, right? Right. So I think her presentation in this article is just a little bit disingenuous. Like, that's not... You were kind of... Yeah, you were kicking the cosmetic thing forward, and you were like, that's what it is. And it's like, no, you, you should have been like, she is who she is because of Snapchat and social media. But that's... I mean, that's a talent in a way, right? Oh, yeah. Like, no, like she's no, been able yeah. to spin I, that Instagram account do, into yeah. something that can make her nearly a billion dollars, or with everyone donating to her, make her a billionaire, Yeah. Um, which is r r ridiculous, but whatever. I mean, good on <laughs> right. her for, for doing that right. but yeah i mean i i think it's this goes back way back on the lunch break but i remember when we were talking about the uh cheerleader who was being uh punished because she posted a picture of herself in a bikini or something like that on her yeah. own instagram and um i don't think much like in that case i don't think this is mutually ex exclusive right like i think you can be you can be both and it's i mean if it's if it damages your perception of her to say, oh, you were just on the cover of Forbes, but now you're posing in a sexy photo shoot. Whereas that's always been her brand from the beginning on Instagram. I mean, like she's like she can do both, and I don't think yeah. it necessarily undercuts one or the other, right? Yeah, but my my issue with this isn't the fact that she is in a sexy photo shoot. The fact, the thing is, is that Forbes has her as being like this, like, and again, everything else considered, she has a talent for making cash. With you know a cosmetic line yes. that she doesn't make, so it's that's that's <laughs> impressive all by itself. Sure, um, but to be like I am this self-empowered CEO executive, I am all of these things, and then the very next thing that you do is not because again, if it was just a sexy post of her on you know the cover of some sort of fashion magazine, I would be fine with that. If it had been Cosmo, but, you probably yeah, would have been yeah, cool with it. Totally cool with Cosmo. But this is a Gentleman's Quarterly yeah. magazine. And it's her unknown boyfriend sitting in a chair as if he's the king of some country. And she is not wearing a stitch of clothes and draped all over him. Which, to me, that is not a sense of, like, someone who, if if uh, a CEO, if, uh, I'm trying to think of a famous CEO, if, uh, you know, Mark, if, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he could. Sure. If Mark Zuckerberg did the exact same thing and was on GQ totally nude and holding on to his wife. Like as if he, like if she was all. Pro everyone would be like, "What's this guy thinking? He's crazy. He's 
pasta. No. This makes no sense. It doesn't, you know, for for her, she was saying, I'm not like my sister. I don't use sex to sell. I'm not like, you know, all these other things. And then she goes and does the one thing that everyone says is your biggest thing that you shouldn't be doing right now, which is focusing on your brand and being strong and being powerful and hugging on to your your husband in some who is unknown in the sure. sense of like trait. Now, if that was reversed and she was sitting there and like something and he would onto her, that would be a really like powerful statement, but it's reversed. Mm. Yeah. And I think again, I, my biggest issue with this is the way Forbes headlined her as like cosmetics queen. And like, I think that should have been like social media and like the way things are now is how you got to where you are. I, I mean, you're not, you're not Sally Mae. Like you're not you're not selling Maybelline, you know. Like you're there's a reason you got to where you are, and I wish they had embraced that and not been like cosmetics. And that's that's the reason she's at where she's at, and because that completely yep. flies in the face of who she seems to be, which is on the GQ cover, somebody who's radical and willing to do something different. That's where they should have gone with that. But you, you can't really expect someone who is known and who grew following because of her very non-traditional show. The, the show sells because they are dramatic, because they are over the top, and everyone loves that. Everyone loves drama and following them around and being rich. So I feel it's totally on brand. So it's kind of like, well, how can we shock people? What's mm. the next thing? And that's how I feel. that It's in brand for her, probably. She's like, okay, I, I want to be perceived as someone who's serious enough, who's a businesswoman. But then I, I want to shake the world because I'm not just any other businesswoman. Sure. But then she goes and... Yeah. But she's clearly you. not. Yeah, right. she's not any So I, I, a part of me is kind of like shame on them for, for putting her as an object on him. You know, like, mm -hmm. oh, my wife here taking, taking care of me because that's who I am. At the same time, like, well, that's what, what she sells. She sure. sells yeah. a, a very hardcore, strong emotion brand. So yeah. that's that's what that's what I think that's the, what they went for. Yeah, and I also just wonder if there's not a little bit of I don't know misguidedness if you're looking at Kylie Jenner as you're the one you're the one that's gonna <laughs> like pull us that's you know gonna lead the charge. Yeah, um, I mean I'm sure there's probably any number of of people in that magazine that you might be. I don't know. You you might not have a problem with the, any photo sure. shoot they might do in, in the future, and you could look to them as a as a, a beacon of inspiration. Right. It's yeah. It feels like a skewed understanding, or, or maybe exactly what, and maybe I've got a skewed understanding of, of what the glass ceiling is and like what it means to break through it, um, and why you'd want to, and what it's all for, yep. even if you do it. You know, like I, I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> I do. I do <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. I got. I got called out by Megan. Uh, is Mark Z known for for fashion and beauty? No, he's not. And so it was a horrible analogy. But <laughs> uh, but the, what I was saying was just like the the the, the stance of like I'm a CEO, and then now I'm doing something that's totally out of character for someone who would be a traditional CEO. Yeah. Knowing that she's not a tra traditional anything, so it's not out of character go. for her yeah, necessarily. For her, yeah. Uh, cash know. is still king, and we're talking about that when we come up. Uh, what chores bring you? the most money if you're doing household chores for cash stick around or if you're being hassled by your significant other for the chores that you do you now know what that's going to be worth that coming up next on the lunch break show
the Lunch Break Show again. I am Josh. We're here with uh, Zach, Anna, and Matt's in the boards. Uh, on the boards? In on the, the boards. boards. In yeah. the boards. In the, in the boards. On, on the, board. the ones and twos. Yeah, we are uh, the show called the Lunch Break Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us afterwards if you missed a live show uh, wherever podcasts are being found. Please like, subscribe, follow, and if you want to, throw us a hot comment in the links below. Yeah. Uh, we're talking today about chores that make the most amount of cash. This is an interesting topic. We, um, I, I, I was kind of going through, I knew growing up for me, I had chores I had, had to do. Uh, and for the longest time, there was no cash value to Did them. Did you get an allowance at all growing no. up? No. Uh, I, I, so it's weird, I, I didn't for a long time. And then like when my parents were a little bit flush, I would get one. And then when they weren't flush, it would go away. Yeah, like uh, Christmas gifts. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I was one of those. Like it, uh, that was a uh, uh, exposable uh, expense. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so for a while, it was like I would mow the yard, and I would get ten bucks every time I mowed the yard. And that that seems cheap, but I think the job was worthy of a ten dollar mow. What kind of uh, yard are we talking about here? Acreage? No, no, no. Just like we we lived in the city, so just like a quarter acre. Okay. You know, okay. Quarter where it was uh, ten bucks. Lot. That's pretty good for that. Yeah, it, yeah. Made, it took me about an hour and a half to do it, but they, they would give me ten bucks in cash uh, a week to get the yard mowed. Do you have to cover gas out of that? No, they covered they covered all the expenses. They <laughs> that covered was, that the, was the thing for me. <laughs> we'll pay you to mow it, but you got to cover gas and, and up. Really, you got to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure. a little side hustle, man. No, it was are. not a side. It felt like I was getting hustled. Is what it felt like. Hold I was on, like, why am I doing this again? Like, what do I? How much were they paying you to do that? I think they'd pay me. It wasn't. It wasn't mowing specifically. They, they, he used to do this thing. Um, oh God, I think it was raking. I don't even remember at this point. Uh, no, it had to have been mowing because I was upkeeping the mower. Yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah. yeah, it was mowing. Of course, it was mowing. The gas for the rake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I psychologically blocked this out. See, uh, and uh, yeah, they, they'd have me mow. They'd, they'd pay me like eight dollars to mow the yard or something front, and then eight to mow the back. So it was a pretty sweet deal. And the backyard bucks, was yeah. slightly bigger than the front yard, but it's the suburbs, so it, it, it all came out okay. Yeah. But I'd have to gas up the mower, and any time my dad went and got gas, he would just cut that from whatever he would pay me, because I was the one using the gas in the mower. And if it broke, like the blades or something, I just like he would just cut that out of what he would pay me. Yeah, and he was like, "That's a business. You I mean, have to yes. pay for your supply." And your demand, like that's how it works. That cuts into your profit margin. Yeah. I was like, well, that's true, but it sucks when you're a kid. I mean, hand you the money and then take a little bit away. It was like running a lemonade stand. It was horrible. Gas is one thing. I mean, because gas is not that much. You get a two gallon yeah. gallon can. You're spending what four four bucks yeah. on that, mm -hmm. and then that lasts you for. I mean, for me, that lasts me a a, a while. Of, of mowing because it doesn't use that much gas. So yeah, that's but you're on a whole new no. level, Matt. Yeah. You are very skilled. You're an expert in mowing. <laughs> well, we heard. Yeah, so. of course. But still, I mean, you're not <laughs> using that much. But upkeep, like if you Oil have to replace it, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. Oh yeah, it was a it was a whole lot of dude. You're if, dead. If, if it looked you. real bad, he'd be like, you better get out there and wash that grass off because it's a whole thing. <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a scheme, man. <laughs> yeah. This is Pride fascinating. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you just have electric? Uh, we don't do that here. Electric lawnmowers? Yeah. We, we don't do electric That's what lawnmowers. we do in Europe. You have a plug, no, an no. extension. Yeah. No. And it's like a vacuum go. cleaner. They're not as prevalent here. I've seen them. A couple of my neighbors have them, and they're yeah. not as prevalent And they're here. stupid, because they have, like, always have to like, watch where the cord's going. It's terrible. But it yeah. have a smell. Doesn't it smell? No, who cares? Oh, it's not bad. Do you know? Yeah, you're like, by now, you're like, I like sweet it. smell, I like grass, it. and petrol. You know how many, how many American men would electrocute themselves every year if that was a thing here? Oh, my God. Yeah. That'd be wild. Oh, you, still have to, you still have to to push it. It's sure. not one of those that you just like hop on and... Yeah, riding yeah. mower. Yeah, no, no that's, that's the dream. That's a horrible... Yeah, I had a riding lawnmower when we live in East Texas. So yeah, so we had that. And then for a while, uh, it became a punishment. So if I was like in trouble, uh, I had to like mow the yard or like rake. Because we lived out in East Texas where like we had tons of pine trees. Yeah. And that was a much bigger property. And so I had to rake all the pine needles down. And I feel like then they began to look for it. Kind of became like our prison system to today. Like they realized, oh hey, this is great. Uh, we got to find a reason look to get for this guy reasons in to get you out there. Yeah, no, sorry, Josh, uh, you came in half a half a second late yeah. on your uh, on your uh, curfew. Lawn duty tomorrow. Yeah, it's one of those kind kind of. Oh, things. I no. definitely, I definitely was one of those kids. Like my my parents looked for a reason to punish me to get something done around the house. They're like, man, that yard really needs to be raked. What's uh, what's that got going on lately? You got to see on your last report, Jesus, Zach. Here's the rake. Like, yeah, yeah this is very, yeah. Yeah. it's a slick operation. Uh, so they had, the the list they came up with was the ten most lucrative chores. 
number number three is the most surprising to me, which is gardening. What what kids had gardening as their like? <sighs> Did they include? Is raking leaves a separate entry on that? Because does that include like? Maybe cleaning out flower bushes or things like that or flower beds. I, I guess that Maybe. makes sense. I can't imagine like, you know, growing tomatoes is your chore. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it could yeah. be, I guess. Yeah. You're in charge of the, Tending the garden. Yeah. Fall feast. Yeah. It's all on you. Mopping the floor, cleaning the bathrooms were all pretty standard. My, my, my family did the thing where, uh, especially in the leaner times, it was like when I would say, Hey, uh, like, do I, I get paid for this. And they would go, yes, you get paid in, in room and lodging and oh, yeah. you, get, oh, wow. you get to sleep, oh, in our, yeah. uh, sleep in our house and you totally. get to eat our, eat our food. So, uh, <laughs> otherwise we can bill you for those, uh, those services and goods. My parents raised me in debt. That was the, yeah, you owe us like, cause yeah. And I mean, it obviously didn't shove it in my face, but yeah, Anytime I was like, hey, can I get a couple bucks like to go to this? You know, they were like, huh, look where you live. Like, who do you think pays for your I didn't food? Ask, I didn't ask to be yeah. living here. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't get a choice in this right. matter. You're, you're, you're welcome to take your two changes of clothes and go if you'd like. Yeah, that did not work out for me. It's very um, sweet of them, though. I remember I lost when I was in Little League. I lost. This was a very like defining moment for me. I lost a baseball hat. And the rule was is if you uh, couldn't you couldn't play without a hat. And the hat had to match the the teams you had to have the hat mm-hmm. um and uh, as y'all guys know i tend to lose lose things um and so i i had lost this hat and it was not my first offense i had lost a hat before parents went out and bought like the five dollar hat i got to have another hat lost that one so my mom goes well sorry you don't can't find your hat you're not going to um you're not going to be able to, to play we had like five more games left but yeah. it, it was and my mom was a hard stance kind of woman she made, made yeah. a hard stance it was done that was there's was no fight and you can argue sure. it didn't matter the hard stance was going to be made and i think what she wanted me to do was like spend the rest of the day cleaning my room to find the hat i had other plans <laughs> uh so i went out in the garage grabbed a rake and a shovel and went door to door as if I'm like the on the cover of that that that, that farmer that has the rake in his hand going, yeah. hey, can I pull weeds? American Gothic. American yeah. Gothic. Wow. There you go. Uh, can I can I pull weeds uh, for you guys, or do you need any help doing this? And I ended up pulling weeds for like four hours in this guy's yard for five bucks. Uh, I got hosed in that deal. Hindsight. Hey, yeah, that's uh, a good deal for <laughs> yeah. that dude. Uh, my mom ended up getting in the car, realizing that I had half the house and took you know took supplies. Uh, so she, she drove around in the neighborhood until, until she found me. Mm. And I was in some guy's yard pulling weeds. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm pulling weeds. He paid me $5 to pull weeds. She's like, when do you get to stop? She's like, whenever I'm done. <laughs> it was a yard full of weeds. She's like, get in the wow. car. <laughs> so I got in the car. and But I got to go buy the house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I, I never had an allowance growing up. Like, it, it was not a thing that we did. Or I didn't get paid for chores. I just had to do chores. Yeah. But I remember my mom once tried to institute a, a thing where it was a it was a chore sheet, and at the top, I got to write down something that I really wanted, and then it would be like, okay, so to get this, you have to do this many chores for this many days in a row or this yeah. many weeks. And um, so I did it. I only did it once, but I did it, and the one thing I wrote down was the cassette tape of MC Hammer's Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him, <laughs> which is a great album, by the way. It has a lot of, it has a lot of hits on it. <laughs> that, was the one thing, that was the one thing that I desperately wanted right then was that cassette tape. And I got it, and I wore that thing out because it, it was a great cassette. <laughs> but, wow. yeah, it was just this, and I don't think we ever did it again. I don't, I don't know that there was anything else that I needed that desperately to do chores for. <laughs> Where do you guys, just a quick bird walk here, where do you guys get on, on working one over on a kid? Just straight taking advantage of a kid who doesn't know any better. I'm not going to be okay with, uh, with saying I'm okay with it. I mean, you know, because that happened to you. Yeah, it was like this guy was like, five bucks? Totally. Yeah, like he, he knew the score. He saw yeah. he saw the writing on that wall. Like he, he let you do that for four hours outside of his house. And like that was all right. It was hot too, by the way. I oh, was of outside course. Because it was summertime. So East I'm Texas, out there. Right? No, no, this was in Plano. Oh, okay. Well, still. Um, I was out there just picking picking out weeds. Oh. Of course, to be fair, I could have been pulling grass. I have no idea what I was doing. I was just, you know, grabbing stuff and, and You're pulling. You're just looking at things. Yeah. I had a kid a while back. I, I had gone to Wingstop, of all places. And there's a Walgreens next to Wingstop. And this kid rolls up to me on his scooter. When I get out of my car and he goes, Hey, how old are you? And I was like, 26. And he's like, okay. He asked you how And he old rolled you? away. Yeah, it's just some kid on a scooter. He's probably like 13 or 14. I was like, That was weird. So I go inside, I order my food, and I'm sitting there waiting. This kid comes back in. He comes up to me. He goes, Hey, uh, I don't know if you're like cool or not. Can you go to Walgreens and buy me a vape? Like a vape <laughs> pen? It's like 13 or 14. What? And I was like, What? And he's like, I have money. I can, I can like pay you like to do it. Like $23 or something. And I thought about it and I was like, no, I'm 
I'm good, man. Sorry. Like, I'm not about that. Like, <laughs> all right. And he took off. And, like, I thought about it after. I'm like, I should have taken his money and then just left. What's he going to do? Like, I should have just, like, well, <laughs> just as a from lesson, a child? kid. Yeah. Right. Or, like, better yet, this is the one I really wish I had done. Taking his money be like, I got you, man. Go inside. And then just, like, tell the manager and duck out the back. Like, just, like, just have the, you know, yeah. like, just work one over on him. Like, Call well, here you go. Nice. Yeah. That's 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 what, big, that's a, a little fish in a big pond, and I didn't because I was like, well, that's not that's not my place to do something like that. Like that's not a lesson he needs to learn from a stranger. But clearly, some people like it's not the same. But they like, don't feel that way. There there's some adults out there who are like, that's the nature of the beast. You know, that's that's yeah. that's that's how it goes. I didn't know where you guys know that. I, I so I, much. I would have said this. I like the way he posed the question. Yeah. Of I'm not sure if you're cool or not. Because <laughs> you're automatically responsible. Obviously, I'm cool. Yeah, man. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, wasn't he yeah. cool? He asked with how that? old I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of those deals. I've had kids ask me for beer before. And as someone who grew up having to ask people to buy them beer, yeah. I respect the hustle. Uh, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, I am not doing it for, for them. Right. Um, because we always had like someone's brother, like there was always that connection. Yeah. Uh, but there, there was you were, never you like, weren't walking up to strangers no, saying, "Hey, I was hey, going to Seven Eleven and going to some strange guy, going, hey, man.' Life is about networking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the lesson there. I could use some really crappy beer, and I got twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what that's one of, one of those deals. Uh, by the way, the the most profitable chore you could do is in fact mowing the yard. On average, you get eight point six dollars. Uh, to mow a yard, so eight point six dollars. Me and you were living the high life at ten and, and sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I had front and back. All right. It was. Well, that's a yard. Well, yeah, mowing sure the yard includes yeah. both yards. Yeah. yeah is that how that one. worked in your guys' house? Yeah. Well, you didn't get charged for gas, so you know, <laughs> little column A, little column B. <laughs> little column A, little column B. Uh, before we take off today, I want to talk about this thing called the uh, the lava bomb. Mm, uh, yes. what, what is the lava bomb about? Well, so I mean, you know that the uh, the eruption has been going on in in Hawaii, right? Yep. Lava streaming out into the ocean. Yep. Um, uh, it's sort of fallen off the news lately because it's not overtaking cars and so and stuff as, as much as it was. But yeah. uh, it is still flowing out into the ocean, and so people are doing boat tours of the lava flows. Like they're taking boats up Genius. close to where the lava is <laughs> yeah, coming brilliant. out. And uh, taking video of it, and one of them recently, um, I, apparently it happens where, I guess, uh, lava hits the ocean, I'm sure steam builds up, yep. and it, it explodes, like throwing hot oil onto a pan or something. Yeah. It'll pop. So it, and it sends molten rock flying through the air, and these things called lava bombs, and they're just giant, you know, pieces <laughs> of molten rock. <laughs> so one of these boats that uh, pulled up a little too close got hit by one. And uh, a bunch of people got injured. I think a lady broke her leg because it, it hit her. Nice. And uh, and now we have video of it. Oh, please. Yes. Yeah. Let's, uh, hold on. Let me get the audio up here. sounds super frightening yeah that's like the opening of one of those like uh pacific rim movies right yeah like yeah. something coming out of the, yeah, out of the ocean yeah, of water i had a hot take on this yeah pun intended and i <laughs> you're welcome and i uh i think i'm wrong and i need you guys to help me see the light here all right yep i think i'm wrong let's just start there okay I think when whenever jo josh started out, out great here with with with, with me where i'm going uh, one, when you've got lava leaking off an island into water and it looks like it does, like people with phones and stuff, really cool. It's gorgeous, right? It's like this thing of nature that we don't really get to see. Like, leave it to the Nat Geo photographers. Leave it to the professionals who have devoted their whole life to legitimately risking your life in the case of dangerous situations like this to get up close with an HD camera and do it right and film it and, and photograph it and so we can all see it on planet Earth and we can buy, you know, watch on Netflix and it's great. Um, if you're gonna be the person who's gonna hop on a boat and go see this thing for yourself, put your phone away. Don't film it because you need to pay attention in case something <laughs> bad happens, right? 
Like, and enjoy it for what it's worth, because just like fireworks on the 4th of July, nobody wants to watch your stupid, grainy, dark video of smoke coming out of water from this cool Hawaii trip you got to go on and everybody else is at their <laughs> dumb, dumb job that they hate. Uh, but if you're going to well, film it, well. <laughs> if you're going to film a spectacle because you want to be internet famous like everybody else, commit to the bit, and when something bad happens, keep it rolling look at the thing and so we can all see what's going on don't yeah. tuck it away oh god i can't and we just hear screams and then we don't see anything and it's over like that's not anything that doesn't get us anywhere like commit all right keep your phone on and keep it aimed at whatever's happening yeah. and like get the footage or you know I, I don't know it'd be like the wartime correspondent Pondent who was there, but the moment a firefight breaks out, it's just him under a car. Well, you know, I mean, in that situation, you know you're going to be in a war. This guy, I, I'd right. argue he was not trying to be internet famous. Like, that's the one, that's the first thing, is he just wanted to get a video, a stupid video of he, him he by the lava. He submitted this footage so can, to BuzzFeed so they would After the explosion. It. That's yeah. what I'm saying. After the explosion. You can't not, tell like, somebody who's not looking to be internet the famous. Video. You're not submitting the video <laughs> of just the lava flowing in and nothing happening, right? Like, you're not submitting that to BuzzFeed. You're submitting the video of the explosion happening. And in that case, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably fall down screaming. Right, but of course, (laughs) as would I. I don't think normal people are thinking to themselves, I can't wait to see. Like, nobody thinks I got something great. I better call up BuzzFeed. Like, people don't think that. They just shoot this thing and post on Facebook. This guy is the kind of person to think, how can I make this something bigger? How can I make money off of this? I think this guy is looking for a little bit of that internet fame. That 15 minutes Anna was talking about earlier. And I think it's not like the war correspondent thing. It's like if the war was going on and people hopped on planes and flew over there just to watch the spectacle and then when things go wrong then they're upset oh no i can't film it because i hopped under a car i'm scared like if you're gonna get into it if you're gonna dive right in the middle of a problem all right and film it then when it gets it gets bad you better be ready like you commit better to the bit. commit to the bit like i don't know am i am i wrong <laughs> no. I gotta am be i just, wrong all i can think about is my great aunt that loves photographing and filming everything that's yeah. what i have in mind i don't have in mind someone that wants to be internet famous i'm actually thinking you know this is probably that person that is always taking photos of everybody and filming everything so right yeah. if and you uh, imagine imagine your great aunt sitting here and then zach just totally tearing into her <laughs> uh for not Listen, for not because she wasn't cool under pressure when lava exploded on her you, you broke your leg i don't care <laughs> like you don't sign up to be a plumber and then like complain that you have to deal with a lot of crap at your job right like they didn't sign up to be a pl- they didn't sign they up to go to cruise by a volcano man like you're pretty you're pretty far <laughs> you don't you don't be a nature photographer and go out and shoot all day and then be like oh i got a sunburn this He's sucks not a nature like photographer. that's what you signed up for well, it's that all- is that is the job you took as a member of society filming that it's not his it job the <laughs> i love it I, almost, I think it is it's almost a safari video all over again right like people it's go there and like they think oh the, <laughs> the animals are tamed this is all right so they thought right. you know with the volcano is safe <laughs> enough they didn't think these joe just wants to take people and charge them to see these um, near-death experience <laughs> <laughs> which they think is still safe amanda pointing out in the comments zach wants people to die for his visual pleasure <laughs> no <laughs> Oh no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Uh. I'm just, I'm tired, man. How many internet videos? Look, okay, (laughs) we're we're a little desensitized. All right, by 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 the internet, I think that's fair. All right, we've all seen some things that we thought to ourselves that was that was weird, and now we're at a point where it's like we're bored. Okay, and when it comes to things with like violent explosions or lava, like when it cuts to black and you can't see anything, it's like. Well, what? If you're in here running the board and a bomb goes off in the studio, are you cutting to the correct camera to catch the explosion, or are you running away? Our studio isn't full of bombs that might or might not go <laughs> yeah, off. Was That's the difference. Like, you knew there was lava. You you knew the risk. You accepted that, right? I mean, am I am I? We're You're minimizing the risks, I bet. Like, I, people were not aware like some explosion was going to happen. I, I think I think you're making some great points in there. I really do. Like I, I, like oh, I, said, I think camera five already. catch all the bombs going off. I think I think something <laughs> is not quite clicking for me, and I'm hoping you can all help me figure. Look at that, that. hot so take. You. I kind of agree with Zach. You have uh-huh. a you have an a- ally, a commitment here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look who it is. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna make the obvious commitment. There you go. 
Uh, oh man, I, I love how I love how we can take the simplest video and then have a five minute conversation about whether or not that person's to blame. The person who was on a tour boat to take some video to send back to their grandkids is now Literally all of a sudden molten a jerk. rock thrown on them. Yeah, why could they have got had a steady camera? Molten rock, man, and molten rock lands on you. You kind of signed up for it. Like, yeah. Why didn't they, get that, they didn't have that phone on a gimbal and catch yeah, that thing? Yeah, yeah. If it had been a drone, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Either way, uh, this is the kind of stuff we have all the time here on the Lunch Break Show. Thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, we appreciate it. We're back on Friday right here from 12 until 1. Uh, you can always email us, comment, share, like, subscribe, all the fun stuff. Uh, we're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 12 to 1, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and anywhere where podcasts can be heard. Have a great day. I'll see you guys on Friday.